Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 95 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. Every episode is special, of course, but today's episode is extra special because this is for the first time I have one half of a couple that I've had on the podcast. Not at the same time, but um, I've had Brona, my guest today, Brona Lyons, is husband Carl on the podcast. He was number 85, actually, so he's exactly 10 behind you. Um, and Carl was just messaging me before we came on today, and he goes, Interesting. Is this the first time that you've had a couple on? And I was like, yes, it is. So this is a special <laughs> one. So great to have you on, Brona. Um, have you had the time there to share where you wanted to share this to your page? Yeah, I did indeed. I shared it into my group. So um, oh, I probably should have shared it onto my page as well. But I shared it. It's, it's all good. Yeah, people are going to see it. Whoever sees it is going to see it. They're going to see it. Whether they'll see it live or not, I don't know. Because, I mean, who gets up at 8 o'clock on a Saturday? Not everybody. And thank you. <laughs> Thank you, actually, for getting up at eight o'clock. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I'm going to actually um, try share it onto my page as well. It'll be two seconds. Yeah, keep talking there, Jake. I'll keep talking. And uh, <laughs> folks, while I'm talking, tell us. Oh, there you go, Joe. And I was just about to say who are who's watching and where are you watching from? And Joanna Clear, my very good friend. Good evening from. Oh, can I pronounce that? Du Duarte, California. Have I got that right, Joanna? Tell me. Always nice to have you listening along. And it's just nice to know that we're live all around the world and that people can yeah. be watching from all around the world at any time. I love that. A bit of an intro, Brona. Mm -hmm. Someone, the exact perfect kind of person I like to have on the podcast who has a bit going on. Brona is a co-founder of the Epic Hearts Club with her husband, Carl. She's passionate about helping other empaths harness their inner power and create their most epic lives by focusing on a holistic approach to growth. The Epic Hearts Club itself coaches from multiple disciplines, whether it's health and wellness to inner trauma work, yoga, breathing, money and mindset, all about being committed to helping you expand and become the best person you were born to be. Brona has also dedicated over 10 years to personally developing herself in many areas of her life and has been a coach to both men and women of all backgrounds in all kinds of groups and ages since 2010. So, Brona, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome you to the show. I'm so happy to be here. Like, do you know what, um, Carl, because you mentioned Carl earlier on and, like, you know, I remember when you and Carl first started talking, he's like, oh, you're Jake Felder, like, he's so cool and all. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be on his podcast and stuff. And then I was listening to it, I was like, that's so good. Like, you know, so it's like, I'm super excited to be here as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad we could make it work because obviously our time zones are so different. And that's the thing about having like an online international like podcast or a business. And, um, you know, there's always a workaround. And there's always a way to make things work. So, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, there's always a way to make it work. The time zones can get a little bit confusing, but that's why um, Calendar, that software Calendar, that you yeah. so awesome because it converts all the time zones automatically. Before I had that, things were a bit bit more bit more difficult. But um, <laughs> Right, and uh, lots of people joining us. Dan, Joanna, nice to have you joining us on the show. It's 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 actually really interesting and awesome because we're at ninety five. That's about ninety five hours I've done of the podcast, and it's just growing every literally with every episode. The numbers are growing, and um, you know, as you know, Brona, particularly as someone who's spent you know just if you look at the personal development side of things, you've done ten years. It takes a long time to put work into things before they start actually growing and developing. You know, you plant the seed, you nurture it, and it, and it grows and it flows into something pretty special. And, uh, you know, I can really see the podcast doing that right in front of me now as I, as I do it. So pretty proud of that, and that's fantastic. But, Brona, tell us a little bit about you and how you came to start the Epic Hearts Club. Epic Hearts Club, yeah. So... Epic Hearts Club is really like kind of the baby of everything that I've done. So all the conversations I've had, the people I've met, the courses I've attended, the coaches I've learned under, like all of my own life experiences and everything that kind of like I found was really helpful for me throughout my journey. So like, um, 
so it's for empaths but it's really for anyone but like the reason I say empaths is because I'm an empath myself and I think that you know the path that we go down is generally something that like relates to who we are um, and if you are going to create a business or you're going to go into a career or um, you know you have certain passions it's generally something that like is important to you or you know is your passion so generally I am are basically what I'm trying to say is Epic Arts Club is all um, a way to holistically um, grow yourself and to become the best that you can be. So we have a personal trainer because I'm all into health and fitness. Carl was saying that you're into a bit of health and fitness at the moment yourself, Jake. Sorry, I've been into it for a long time, but it's one of those things you kind of come in and out of, isn't it? But at the moment, definitely into it. <laughs> in. <laughs> um, we've got a money mindset coach because like me, um, you know, I always had a really toxic relationship with money. And then, you know, there was a huge switch there and now I'm big on uh, money mindset and money positivity as well so there's a money mindset coach there's a positive psychologist there as well so that's all about like your inner work and, and like working through your inner, inner trauma and all that sort of stuff and then we have a yoga and breathing coach as well so you know it's just a really holistic way to like tap into the awesomeness that is you and you know as you said like it takes time like you don't just come up with these ideas off off the bat like you know 10 years it's actually a bit outdated it's probably close to 15 years now that I've been working on myself and helping work to work with other people as well and um yeah it's just you know of everything that I've been through all the experiences and everything it really brought me to Epic Arts Club and it was a journey in itself even like at the beginning I was like oh you know I'm going to create like an, an an online membership where I'm going to be the coach because I'm a coach as well where I'm going to be the coach and it'll be like me with the members or whatever and then it just kind of formed to like I'm not even going to be in it I'm not going to be one of the coaches it's bigger than me it's not about me you know and how can I bring in all of these other experts to really holistically help the members to be the best they can be so it grew over time and now it's it's its own little monster but I love it <laughs> yeah. how long ago was it when you started it it launched January of last year so just before um all the the madness uh hit um I launched it 20 the 20th of the first uh 2020 and um yeah but I had been like building it for a good year 18 months before that so um that was kind of like the time that it birthed but like it was in the process long before then um but yeah it's been going over a year now and it's just it's amazing like having like a year's worth of content now and just really seeing like you know how much has been created and what how much information has been um delivered in that time is just incredible yeah yeah it's fantastic and i think it's it's great that you do something that encompasses so many different disciplines but all of those things really really when you tie them together you know Oh, oh, there's there's something called like the trinity and it's kind of health wealth and relationships right and i mean you look at what you're doing inside epic hearts club it's health and wellness and yoga ties into that of course breathing work you know meditation i guess kind of ties into that same thing money mindset which of course we're going to get onto in a minute is really important the wealth side and then your relationships you know which all of these things particularly you know inner trauma work and health and wellness as a whole once you look after yourself and you get better and more comfortable and more aware of who, who you are, and we've all been through some things in our life that were tough, you know, and traumatic, and we have to work through them to get better and, and better ourselves. And then when we're better in ourselves, everything around us, all the people we interact with, get a better version of us, and that really helps them as well, I think. So I, I love what you do there. And I just think the fact that it's so affordable Mm -hmm. no, I mean, I've, I've got, is it, is it 50, you know, it's even less, is it 25 um, euros a month, is it, or dollars? It's um, 50 euro a month at the moment, but, um, you know, generally, like, if someone wants to come on, um, <laughs> I'm happy to give them a discount as well, just because I'm just like, it's not about the money for me, it's just about people that have access to the content, so, um, for me, it's just like, look, you know, just get on it, because, like, in Ireland, I don't know what it's like where you are, where your listeners are in Ireland, like, you could see, you know, um, a personal trainer or a coach or whatever and it's generally about 50 euro an hour like per session um and like that's fine that's like the going rate or whatever but I was like how about you get access to four different experts and you know you have them like so that's four different sessions across the, the um course of the month plus additional content when you have like a Q&A and stuff like that with them as well and you get that for the price of one session you know <laughs> and not only that but it's in your pocket at a time that suits you it's convenient I was like there has to be a way to make good quality um like 
proper like trusted content available um at an affordable rate because coaching has just become a luxury now that a lot of people just can't afford and now more than ever <laughs> people need access to it so you know that's kind of where it all came in yeah and it and wasn't the timing just fortuitous that you were building it out for 12 to 18 months and then it just you know the time was right was, was there was it literally that's how it played out or were you like look i'm gonna rush this and get this out now because i know it's the right time to release it no we had already planned uh the 20th of the first 2020 and we launched it and um, 20 past eight so 2020 as well and so we had all that pre-planned no idea what was going to be going on in the world and um, it was really at that time like having like an, an online personal trainer or an online coach or an online um you know yoga classes and stuff like that just people weren't doing that as much and um, it was very much so like you know people weren't doing stuff from home because they didn't have need to like you know people were going out oh no if I want to go to a coach like I have to be face to face with them or if I'm going to go to a personal trainer it has to be face to face so the mindsets were actually very different back when we originally launched Epic Hearts Club and very quickly after that it changed because everything had to go online people just had to be doing stuff from home like people had to be working from home or working out from home or studying from home and doing all this sort of stuff so it was actually um it was crazy the way like it launched just before all of that happened because the world just kind of switched around to to fit into Epic Arts Club's home. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic, isn't it? And at a time when people really need it, people really need, you know, some people were almost, I don't want to use the word forced, but, I mean, it's been a time of an awful lot of quietness for a lot of people. And and people have been, yeah, I can't think of a better word, that forced to, than forced to look within and look within themselves and fix some of the things that, they weren't quite happy with, weren't quite right with, and you know, really start living from the inside out, not the outside in. And I think the plethora of things that the Epic Carbs Club offers, um, particularly yoga, breathing, and mindset work, is stuff that can help all of that area. Um, yoga, particularly, you know, just kind of keeping moving in in any kind of way. I think that's been a big thing that we've all learned out of the pandemic. Like, mm -hmm. okay, we can't all go and probably exercise perhaps as we would like to, maybe at the gym and stuff like that. But you just got to keep moving because if you don't, you just uh, you just feel so much worse for it. I mean, do you practice yeah. yoga regular? Um, I yeah, I do like yoga. I'd be more kind of like I'd like more kind of like physical exercise. Like I used to be in the gym like quite a bit. Um, or even just going for a walk. I just find really relaxing and really soothing and stuff like that. But like, you know, moving your body. It doesn't matter if it's like you're going to the gym or you're going for a walk or you're stretching or you're just taking that time to just kind of like move around a bit or just walk while you're on the phone talking to someone you know it just um it's not just even just your mindset on the physical like you know oh it's exercise i'm going to lose weight or something like there's so much more that goes on in your body internally when you move um like even down to just like um moving oxygen around your body like transporting toxins out of your body like there's so much that happens that's so important um in your body just from moving so any small piece of movement is always rewarded even if you don't know <laughs> what's going on internally but like definitely yeah. worth doing it so would recommend <laughs> hashtag would yeah. recommend yeah no hashtag would recommend and I'm, I'm in strong agreements with you here and it's it's funny because it's i talk about it from a point of view of literally experiencing it you know like i said to you before i've been someone who's been conscious of health and fitness for like 15 years but when the pandemic came I just completely fell off. I let myself get out of weight, out of shape. I was in a relationship, so that's the perfect time to get comfortable. And, you know, <laughs> you've got someone that loves you and cares for you, and you're like, oh, it doesn't matter because, you know, this is this is all lovey-dovey and, and cushy. But it's I actually thought, I stepped back and I thought, this is exactly what I would advise someone not to do who is in my situation because you get comfortable in that relationship and then you can find yourself, if you're not careful, like completely getting out of shape, and then if you don't feel good and look good, you start to even, it's perpetual, right, to kind of downward spiral. You're like, oh, I don't feel good. I don't look good. You don't act good. I don't feel good. And then it just gets worse and worse. Mm -hmm. before you, know, you know, particularly in a time where we were stuck in close quarters with those that we loved, it can play out, and it did for me, played out to be something that's not all that pretty. So, yeah, but rewound all that back now got back into the gym and look i'm grateful for being able to do that i know we can't all do that 
in all parts of the world, but things are looking up, you know, things are on the way, you know, the curve is being beat in a lot of parts of the world and hang in there guys, because we did it, you know, tough here in Melbourne. We just did it a bit earlier than you guys did it. And we'll all get there. We'll all be back in, yeah. back in the gym. And before yeah. we know it, we'll be back to where we wanted to be. But, you know, one thing you touched on there is going out for walks. And, and that's one thing that I love to do. And I found kind of a, kind of fallen in love with walking and hiking um, in the last kind of few months, really, because there's nothing that can ever stop you doing that. You know, okay, you might not be able to do it so far from your house, but no one can ever stop you walking out of your door. And look, dare I say it, you know, is anyone really watching how far you're going? If you go seven, 10Ks from your house, you know, or five or 10 miles, I'm sure you're going to be all right. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of this. So, um, disclaimer, don't do that. But um, you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you know um i mean even if you are restrained like for instance carl when he was on here he was in a, a hotel room like he just couldn't even leave the hotel room but like you know dependent like regardless of your environment you can still make things work um for you like you know i'm not saying like carl is like superman and everyone should say that he's great or anything there was days that he didn't move that much but then there was other days he was up and he's doing ten thousand steps inside a hotel room so like you know like regardless of like how large your radius is that you can move outside your home like you can still do a lot in this space that you have um, mm -hmm. and I think it's really important right now to get that perspective like this is not going to last forever like this isn't going to be the rest of the world that's going to be us in this pandemic like at some stage it's going to end so if we know that then it's like okay so between now and then whenever that is releasing control of like you know when is that going to be what date but like whenever that's going to be it's going to end so like what can I focus on right now while I'm in this situation to make the best of it um you know while being safe and following guidelines and all that good stuff but like what can I do right now in the time that I have to make sure that when this does end that um you know I'm a lot better for it like I'm I'm, I'm winning this whole situation so that like you know when it is finished and I have full freedom to do whatever I want to do that like you know I'm I'm ready to go like you know yeah ready to rock and, and coming out of it better than you went in that's a, I think that's a nice thing to focus on. Like, how can I come out of this better than I went in? And and I'm not, I'm, you know, we've, we've touched on the physical there, but the mental as well, you know. And also one thing I found, it was like, well, what are some of these habits that I have that I find myself doing a lot and some of the people and situations I find myself in that I'm now away from because I just can't do them because everything's shut down a bit, that I'm like, that, that wasn't healthy and I don't need to be doing that, you know. Mm -hmm. Who can I count on? Who can I count out? Why Why was I ended up doing, you know, that bad habit? Like, why do I find myself hanging out with these people and smoking, who are smoking a lot or hanging out with these people and drinking a lot? And, uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of interesting how the, the quiet time made you more aware of those things that you really weren't any good for you. Yeah, and awareness is so key. And I think as well, just not having judgment on that, like, you know, it's it's really, really powerful to be able to ask those why questions in yourself because you're learning about yourself, but not from a place of judgment, from a place of curiosity, like, actually, why do I surround myself with these people? Or why do I do these things and have these behaviours or say these certain things or think a certain way, but not in a judgmental, like, oh, why are you doing that? But like, hmm, why am I doing that? That's interesting because then you can find maybe, you know, a root cause behind that. And that's the area to work on. It's not so much the behaviour. The behaviour is just a, a side effect of whatever's going on in the background. And we all have that. That's the thing. And like, that's why with Epic Hearts Club, I wanted to make sure we had an inner trauma coach because the thing is we all have trauma. And it's not even stuff that happened in our own lives. It could be generational trauma that was passed down from like our parents and like the environment that we grew up in and society and culture and all this sort of stuff we've all got things to work on and we always will like we're never going to be the perfect human we're always growing so it's really just like learning more being inquisitive but being compassionate and kind and loving to yourself and accepting of like where things are and accepting the decisions that we made in the past and just like having a very positive outlook on it it's like okay you know this morning I did this thing you know it doesn't have to be like I did this thing 10 years ago it's like this morning I did this thing or five minutes ago I did this thing like why did I do that or why did I react that certain way or like you know what triggered me so much in that environment or why did I feel compelled to write that comment or say that thing back to that person or hang up the phone you know it just you know it's those kind of questions to in a, in a place of understanding that real growth is going to come from you know yes absolutely I, I agree and 
you know that's what personal development's about you know awareness yeah. being curious about yourself and and why you behave in a certain way and trying to get to a place of being able to respond instead of react you know which is easier said than done especially mm-hmm. when you know let's be honest some things just piss us off and some people just <laughs> piss us off at times and and you find yourself reacting instead of responding but when you actually pull yourself back and remove yourself from that situation a little bit and go how could I have actually responded instead of reacted and probably got a far better result from the situation? A mentor of mine and, and, and a teacher of mine actually as well, Les Brown, says something in his, his latest book, You've Got to Be Hungry. He says, the road to personal development never ends. Invest 10% of your income every year on personal development. And I actually remember a friend of mine when I first, not not long after I moved to Australia, a friend of mine called Yuri, Yuri Sharmis, who I've got on the podcast on Monday, he said to me when I started getting into personal development and looking into in, within myself, he goes, you know, once you open this door, you can never close it. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to open it then. That sounds a bit scary. But, you know, I'd love to know kind of how you got started on that road to personal development. Was a particular thing that kicked it off? Yeah, it's so funny you say that. I remember actually ten- attending an event and it was like a, um, a personal development event, but they did all the teachings through like um, plays, like theatre. And there was one, it was actually on this topic and it was like the Matrix. And he's like, you've got the red pill and the blue pill. Like, which are you going to take? Like, there's no going back. And I think, um, yeah, so for me, I think like, you know, we're all inherently as people, like we all want to grow. We all want to, you know, develop. I think that's the human condition is evolution. Like, you know, there's no way not to evolve. Um, Sometimes we can become stagnant, um, but that's eventually just going to build up enough pressure that like something's going to happen. We're going to have like some breakdown or big breakthrough through and so we're going to evolve through that so I think it's a natural thing but I think some people are just more you know um motivated by change or more inquisitive or more um you know self like reflective and stuff like that so they're more prone to just naturally um look into things and want to move forward I definitely was growing up as I mentioned I'm an empath so I'm very like highly sensitive and as a child like I didn't understand like I thought that was a bad thing I thought like oh I've got a big heart and like that is like the worst thing in the world and I wish I didn't have it and all those horrible thoughts that you feel like you know you're like oh you know I'm such a people pleaser I have bad boundaries I didn't understand what these were at the time but this was what I was experiencing you know people take me for granted sorry go ahead yeah, sorry not to cut across you there, but you just literally took it out of my mouth. And the reason that you can feel like that is because people take your kindness or weakness, right? And people take advantage of you and um, and can manipulate you somewhat, some way, because you are an empath and you have the capacity mm-hmm. to care for others. So, yeah, and, and it's you just don't understand that when you're young, do you? Yeah. There's just some things in life that you just don't get to you a little bit older yeah and like even if you're told it when you're young you still might not get it because you still have your feelings from your perspective at that stage you know so sometimes you have to go through certain things to understand and that's that's the human condition as well you know um but yeah I'd always say like you know we all have a strength we've all got that thing inside of us that makes us special and make and is our magic and unless we know how to harness that which is why I always use that word like how to harness your inner brilliance unless we know how to harness that then it's going to could be our biggest vulnerability you know so it's the thing that like we're most vulnerable about and we can probably get taken advantage of the most or put ourselves in kind of vulnerable situations because we don't know how to you know um bring out the best in who we are so we try to conform to everything else around us and societal norms and what people want us what we think people want us to to do and say and and feel and think (laughs) and but yeah so I had all of that growing up you know so I was trying to like you know be what I thought everyone wanted me to be and act the way I thought everyone wanted me to act and um that kind of like really messed up my self-esteem and my self-worth because you know I didn't I didn't have any esteem for myself I didn't you know put myself on any kind of like priority list at all for me I was like everyone else is more important than I am so obviously my self-esteem and um everything was kind of crushed so growing up then when I was in my teens you know I was like eventually like something has to be done about this like you know like everyone else came before I did um so I started working kind of like on myself 
just on myself in that sense and um, just to kind of work on you know how I felt about myself my opinion of myself my perspective of myself um but also my relationship with others because I've always had it in my in my heart to help other people and to be there for other people um but it was just kind of like finding a healthy way of doing that and you spoke earlier on relationships and how when you work on yourself it also improves relationships around you like that's so true because all of us as I said we all have some form of trauma um, but we're kind of conditioned through the media and society to fulfill our unmet needs externally whether that's true things like purchasing things and consuming or it's true like relationships or you know we always need to have that next best thing and um, so it's when you start like fulfilling your needs internally then you know what you're going to need from the external is going to diminish it's going to reduce so that means that your relationships then at that point once you start working yourself so your relationships become less transactional and less like you're less like you're, you're not depending so much on the other person there's not as many conditions which means that you can then just fully enjoy the relationship that you're in it's not like oh well you know I did all these things for you and and you said that thing to me or you did that or you didn't ring me when you said you would like you know there's so much um like emphasis and pressure that comes onto a relationship when it's when it's so transactional and conditional I hope that you know <laughs> this is all making sense but um but yeah so <laughs> that's kind of like where my journey started was like my own issues that I was having like my own self-esteem boundaries and um, being a people pleaser um and all of that working on myself while also working on how I can help other people and then that just kind of transitioned into um I actually joined a travel club years ago and they had a big personal development aspect of it and then I just kind of like latched onto the personal development as well as you know traveling the world and having these conversations with other people that was into personal development and other people that were into traveling and just like taking life but in two hands and just running with it and those conversations that those environments and um, on top of the personal development events and books that I started reading and attending like just absolutely like exploded everything inside of myself <laughs> I became like one of those seminar junkies for like a year I was just like so hungry for the information hungry for the hustle you know Jake uh, so <laughs> so I was just I just needed it like I craved it you know and mm -hmm. um, but that was just because there was so much changing inside of me at that time like I was just like my mind was just blowing constantly um, and thankfully not that there was anything wrong with that it absolutely wasn't like I had so much growth in such a short space of time but thankfully I'm after coming out the other side of that so I'm a lot more chill <laughs> I'm like okay cool uh, but um, yeah it was just it was crazy so it was just um, inside of me I've always wanted to help other people but it was just finding what was the best way for me to do that and um, yeah. harnessing the skills that I had as opposed to diminishing them and um, mm. so yeah I've taken a lot of notes there I think there's a lot of value a <laughs> lot of value in what you just said and if you just joined us then you should rewind because that was a, an awesome um, set of lyrics about relationships and about yeah. how Brona first got into personal development and essentially it was it was out of a need of a desire within yourself and a recognition that you were an empath and you wanted to help other people but you didn't want to do that at the risk of your own self-worth right because there's that just brings things out of balance and when things are out of balance eventually you can only keep giving so much and not getting anything back before you before you feel depleted and i think it's really awesome that you actually found a way you know with um the epic hearts club to be able to facilitate that that need and that want to deliver being an empath and being able to help other people and it's it's really interesting and it's literally just come to me right now as i've said that that that's exactly the same reason why i started this podcast and it's exactly the same reason why prior to that i got into learning about public speaking i always knew i had this within me as, as an empath too to want to help the desire strongly to help other people but just didn't quite know how to do that um, I like speaking clearly as I started a podcast and I have no issues with public speaking and I found that my voice and the way that I can project that and share the things I've been through openly in my stories is a great way to help people and podcast format is also a great way to do that and I don't know if you've heard but there's a there's actually a book a series of books that's going to be coming from the podcast under the same title that's Amazing. all about people sharing their kind of stories and things they've been through to help others and the proceeds of which are going to 
a charity in Kenya which helps build um, schools and orphanages. Orphanages children. So it's just it's crazy how things can develop and happen so fast from that first initial recognition within yourself that mm-hmm. I'm an empath. I'm someone who wants to help other people, and mm-hmm. I think some of us just know that and never act on it. And it's 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 a it's a terrible thing because you're starving the world of, of your talents of your gifts, you know. And uh, but you know, just big up to people like you who do act upon it and have acted upon it, and the world's going to be a better place because of it. And I think uh, the world could certainly do with more people like that. So good on you, Brianna. Good on you. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, it's like once you do take that first step, like that's just going to bring more and more. So, for for example, like you decided that you know you're going to go into personal or public speaking, and then that public speaking brought you into podcasting, and then that podcasting is after bring you into all these conversations, and that's after bringing you to writing this book. And it's just like, unless you take that first step, you're not going to know the next step. And sometimes we get um kind of paralyzed because we're like oh you know your dreams we all have dreams we've had the same dreams since we were kids if we're honest with ourselves like we always knew who we were and what we wanted to do we just kind of tried to suppress that as well but we've all got our dreams of where we want to go but it's like sometimes it just feels like it's so far-fetched and so far away from where we are now that it's like you know what what is me doing like this little podcast going to get me to like where I want to go or whatever that is for for whoever's listening to this we've all got different things it doesn't have to be a podcast (laughs) you know it could be just like getting up and going for that like five minute walk but it's like how is that going to contribute towards where I want to go and it's like you just need to like make the first step like bit by bit by bit day by day by day it doesn't have to be this big massive transformation a tiny little step towards where you want to go which could be listening to this podcast could spark something and it's like oh actually yeah I'm gonna go talk to my that person or I'm gonna read Jake's book and I'm going to like go back and maybe binge on some of the other podcasts and you never know where that's gonna take you like you might end up reaching out to one of the speakers and say hey you know I loved what you said there like you know and then spark a conversation and that could lead you on a different direction so the little things it doesn't have to be huge like it could literally be listening to a podcast or reading a book or going for a walk or having a conversation could spark what's needed for the next step like you know it's like if you're starting to climb a stairs you just have to start on the first step you don't have to worry about how how big the stairs is you know <laughs> just start on the first step and, and it will trickle effects um for, for whatever the next steps are going to be sure will, sure will. and you know, you know when you know the why the why that you're doing something you can endure anyhow and you don't always have to know how are you going to achieve your goal you just have to know what it is and take, like you said, just baby steps, just one thing each day. You know, that's how greatness is achieved. That's how goals and dreams are achieved. They're not achieved overnight. And I think that's something that a lot of us can fall into a trap to these days, particularly seeing so much stuff on social media. It's like you see great things being achieved and goals, and you're like, that's fantastic. And a lot of people perceive it as just happening overnight and overnight success. And really, when you dive into people who have achieved great things and smashed their goals and are always setting new ones and and hitting new ones, most of them will tell you, 99% of them will tell you it did not happen overnight. It happened over a period of years, and it happened through making a lot of mistakes along the way, and it was just baby steps, putting one foot in front of the other and just doing perhaps one thing, even once a day or once every couple of days, to move just one inch or, you know, just one bit closer towards that goal. And it's, yeah, and it's also about not comparing yourself to others because, you know, people are at different different parts of their journey some people had different starting points you know so it's like you know you might be like oh well I'm this age and someone else the same age as me or younger is like there and like why am I only here and if I do this tiny thing like listen to a podcast what difference is that really going to make it's like you really don't know it's like um we were speaking earlier Jake about um a course and you could you could spend hypothetically you could spend x amount of money on a course you could do and be like "Mm, you know it was good but I don't know if it was worth that amount but it's like until you die until you're on your deathbed you don't know how much that course was worth because you don't know the effects that it's going to have on your whole life do you know so like you could say okay well you know I want to achieve all this but what to listen to a podcast going to do but it's like you don't know because you don't know what effect that podcast going to have on your subconscious that's going to lead you to make different decisions like 10 years from now so it's like you know there's so much that um 
you know, these little things can add up and, you know, you can't compare yourself to other people because everyone's in, everyone's dealing with their own stuff. Everyone's got their own trauma. Everyone's got their own thoughts that are going in their head. They're all, you know, processing different information. They grew up with different information. They grew up in different environments. You know, we've all got different opportunities. It's all about the mindset. It's all about the perspective. So that small little step could open your, your context of the world to let you see things that maybe you wouldn't have seen had you not listened to that podcast or read that book or gone for that walk or had that conversation so yeah it all adds up yeah i totally agree with you comparing yourself to others it's it's a tough one isn't it because we none of us want to do it but let's be honest all of us find ourselves doing it right there's no there's almost no value in it because at the end of the day one thing i learned this year is that amateurs compete whereas professionals collaborate and Mm -hmm. that's the kind of people you want to surround yourself with people that you can if you were like in a one-on-one competition with them, they can never win because they just want you to win. That's the kind of people you want to surround yourself with. Like there is no competition. It's pure collaboration. I just want you to do, I don't even want you to do as well as me. I want you to do better than me. That's why like I'm hanging around you and that's why we share, you know, that energy. And I think if, if everyone's like that, then it only just breeds great things for everyone. Um, but, you know, it's, it's very difficult to, to, it's not always easy to seek people like that out, you know, and um, it's 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 about mindset, of course, you know, if you're focused and you're clear on the things that you want and you have the mindset of someone who's successful and is, you know, a giver and lives from the heart and lives from the inside out, not the outside in, mm-hmm. you will more later start to attract more of them people into your life and also you'll start to learn how to repel the people that aren't, yeah. aren't <laughs> also part of that circle. And you'll get better at seeing them coming in, I think. Yeah, well, that's just going to happen naturally, though. And this is, like, really the key to everything. Like, if you took everything we've ever said in this conversation and just boiled it into one point, it's like, this is the point. This is it. Like, we can we can stop after this. I'm not, I'm not saying stop, but, like, this is it. You know, you're not going to get any more than this and anything ever. So you need to be the person like and B is the operative word you need to be the person now like whatever it is that's in your goals in the future you know or you want to you know surround yourself with certain people you want to surround yourself with collaborators not like competitors and there are people like that there's people that are listening to this right now and there's like you know those people don't even exist like we're all competing against each other but they do exist you know so it's like how can you be the person that you want to surround yourself with because as you said naturally you know that's going to have three different impacts on the people around you so when you change your vibration your energetic vibration and you choose to be what it is that you want to be and who you want to surround yourself with three things can happen the first is the people around you can like raise their vibration to meet you at where you're at and they'll also transform to being collaborators in this example right or whatever it is that you want the other thing that they can do is they can do nothing they can just stay where they are and like eventually it's going to fizzle out and um, because it's, you're just not going to be at the same level which is totally fine as well people are on their own past their own journeys and then the third thing that can happen is people can get really triggered by that and be like hey you're not the same person that you were before or like you've changed or I'm no longer comfortable because you're after changing the the dynamic of like how we interact with each other or like how things work or hey you're not as as available as you have been for me before or you're not as willing to do all this stuff that I ask you to do anymore you're not saying yes to me anymore like these things aren't happening and therefore that makes me angry or that makes me upset or that makes me triggered so you're going to hear all about that because I want to bring you back to the person that you were before you just Decided that you wanted to be go be some someone else so like just three things that are going to happen there and like really all we have control over is ourselves that's all we have control over we can't control anyone else's reaction or response to what we do so if we can just focus on being who we want to be and literally just focus on that and detach from all the judgment of other people and ex- expectations of other people and just really focus within that's the core of everything focusing within is all we can do ever is <laughs> all we have focus within how can we become the best that we can be by internally meeting our needs mm-hmm. and being the person that we want to be everything else is going to sort itself out people around you will decide that they want to join you they don't want to join you or they want to get like annoyed by it and they'll go off and they'll you know that that in itself that trigger in them is going to propel them to do something different so you've already influenced them anyway without meaning to um but just choosing to be 
it yourself is going to have that knock-on effect um around you and also it's going to create that space where like new people are going to be propelled towards you as well you're going to start attracting people that are on that level as well that you would never have even met if you hadn't made that change so yeah it's key everything's key just totally, focus totally. on you <laughs> focus on you Ryan stay present and, and just you day by day not 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 the mistakes that you made yesterday you know not being anxious about the future what might happen in the future just take it day by day you know because mm -hmm. that's what we have is like every day is a gift that's why they call it the present and it's like that's all we have right now and we're in control of each day as it comes as it is by the moment of course we've all got goals and things we're working towards but staying present within yeah. yourself and, and how you interact with others is numero uno <laughs> now we're in the in the last kind of 20 minutes of this podcast i want to switch gears a little bit mm -hmm. and talk about financial wisdom or you know financial education because i know that was one of the main focuses of the podcast i did with your wonderful husband carl and we really dived into that and i expect that i know it's money mindset is a part of the epic hearts club if that's a part of the coaching you do in there but after i had the extensive conversations with carl frankly i can't quite see how you wouldn't have uh, a wealth of financial wisdom and, and education as well and are uh, and quite keen to kind of put that out into the world am i right yeah like for me like i mentioned it earlier i had such talks i didn't I didn't know it was toxic but it's such a toxic relationship when I came to money growing up and stuff like that and like yeah. I was so reluctant and resistant to even the idea of learning something positive about money like I just did not want to hear about it did not want to know about it like it was like disgusting to me like I was very much so like I'm a people person and there's two types of people in the world there's people people and there's money people and they don't mix and they're just polar opposites of each other so I was just like oh god I don't I don't care about money I don't want to know eventually <laughs> from attending the events and stuff they kept mentioning this book which that poor dad and even the name triggered me I was like do not want to know don't come near me like after a couple of years of hearing about it I was like okay fine like you've not you know you've these um speakers and authors and stuff that they've increased their credibility within me from all of the other learnings that I've done if they keep recommending this book maybe I'll give it a shot and I did and that's uh Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Life Poor Dad and when I read that book that's why I will always to this day recommend that book and um, when I read that book, that was like the eye opener for me. I was like, oh my goodness, like there's this whole other world, this whole other side of the coin that I did not even know exists. Like my whole, we spoke about context um, expanding earlier on, like my whole context expanded when I read that book. And I, again, became hungry. I became one of those junkies just for the information. I was like, I need to know as much as possible. Even to this day, that was years ago. I'm still reading a Robert Kiyosaki book. This is um his book called Fake. But like, you haven't heard of it? No, no. But uh, fake money, fake news. Um, no, sorry, not fake news. Fake money, fake teachers, and fake assets. It's really good. Um, but I think he did um, uh, play on Donald Trump's fake news <laughs> um, to use the name of the book. But um, he's so good. Like, we've seen them live. We have a Facebook group and everything. But it's not just him that I've listened to. Like, you know, I'm constantly listening to... Um, like podcasts checking out articles of like different economists and different um you know experts in in different areas when it comes to like money mindset and it's just it's extraordinary like I just didn't even know that this world existed and I know that sounds crazy because it's like how could you not know that money and business and investments and stuff exist but it just wasn't even a part of my world like I was like oh yeah a business person like if someone is an investor like that's like a man in a suit and like it's completely different like that's a completely different life path to me like you know it's nothing got to do with me whatsoever and you know it just completely completely changed my world and made me realize that actually you know there's not these two people like the people people and the money people it's like I had a conversation with someone years ago and they were like <clears throat> trying to work on my money mindset before I read Rich Dad Poor Dad and they were like Brona like okay you want to help people right and I was like yeah I want to help people I was like okay how many people could you help right now exactly where you are right now and I was like well you know I could emotionally help my friends and stuff like that like and maybe if someone needed a couple of euro I could help them and stuff like that um and they're like okay you know imagine you had x amount of money that was just coming in 
per month from whatever it is that you had set up. You just you had something set up that you had money coming in um, every single month and you were after building some kind of organization or you're after building something and you had like, you know, a bit of status and you had a bit of credibility and you had like a more like a voice um, where people would listen to you and you had these networks of people um, and you had all this like money flowing in from wherever it was flowing in. Like how many people could you help then? And I was like, a lot <laughs> you know oh like my mind is just like oh my god yeah I could actually do like all these different things that I wanted to do when I was a kid and I was like it's not even possible to do all of these things like in terms of helping people like that just really for me like that conversation just like flipped everything on its head and I was like wow like you know if I can create um you know whatever it is in this world that I'm, I'm here to create if I can create that then that's just going to you know, help me to help so many more people than I'll ever be able to to help before then. And if I can help people while creating that, you know, it's just a triple whammy. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, bit of a tangent there, but yeah. I know it's, it's a good chan It's a good tangent. It's a, <laughs> I had someone on the podcast the other day. Uh, excuse me, I can't quite remember who said it, but they said they gave me really interesting insight, and they were like, "The more money I have, the more people I can help." I'm not saying give all your money away because then, of course, you know, we work hard for our money and you don't want to give every single cent away because, uh, I mean, you're not going to have anything to live off then. But I think that's a really cool perspective to look at it with is, you know, the more money I have, the more people I can help. And if you generally, genuinely, sorry, are, you know, altruistic, there's a big part of you that's empathic and altruistic and you want to help other people, then... That is absolutely true. And how can you earn other money? Well, you get multiple income streams coming in. You don't just have your eggs in one basket. You learn how to make money in your sleep, you know, in multiple different time zones. And I think it's things like this that um, it does tell you in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I know it tells you a lot about property as well. Um, it really actually opened my eyes up to property. I've kind of seen property when I was younger as uh, something that was like, oh, you know, why do you need to do that? You can just rent and live wherever you like. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's one way of living, but it's not the smartest way of doing it. Um, yeah, it really opened my eyes up. And, and I think actually a lot of people have capitalised on the opportunities in the pandemic. And I know that sounds like a strange thing to say, but I mean, you got to look at it, right? There's a lot of opportunities that came up in property in this time. A lot of them, and I'm sure a lot of people will have, um, you know, paired the what they learned in that book and thought, I've had this cash set aside for a while. Now there's some properties coming up, particularly I know here in Australia, commercial properties have dropped through the floor, um, taken advantage of, of what mm -hmm. they've learned and compared with the cash that they have on the side and got themselves an asset instead of a liability, which is one of the key things mm -hmm. that I learned from that book, you know, the difference between an asset and a liability and uh it really made me think how many things do i have in my life that are actually a liability mm -hmm. yeah, so for anyone who's watching that doesn't know what an asset and a liability is an asset is basically something that puts money into your pocket and a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket and you know when you look at it it sounds really simplistic but like when you look at what um society tells us they say like your home is your biggest asset however like you're paying out of your pocket every month or every year or whatever way you have it set up for your home so if you if you look at it from this perspective of an asset and a liability take money in and out of your pocket then it would actually be seen as a liability now it is an asset for the bank because the bank is making money off of your home and you having a mortgage but for yourself it's actually a liability so how can you create real assets not fake assets like in the book how can you create real assets in your life that are actually giving you money every month as opposed to you're paying for them every month so you know it's it's a really like that's what I love about Robert Kiyosaki as well he's taking like really big concepts but he's making them so simple like they're so easy to read it's like every single line because he writes from the perspective of like he's a dummy and he doesn't know so he's just like I'm an idiot so I'm just going to tell you like what I've learned like you know and what's helped me and like you're you're probably a lot smarter than me so you're going to pick it up a lot quicker but like I'm just going to like hands up like I'm an idiot like I don't know so like I just need to tell you this information so you can go and do what you want with it and I'm just like it, it makes everything so easy to process and read especially if it's the first time you've heard that information and um, before and what I love about his teachings is especially if you've never delved into all of this before is that um he's really into like educating 
the masses. So he's like, okay, there's all this information that the elites know um, and they don't want you to know. But and it's not, not not like it's a crazy thing. It's like as simple as like what's really an asset and what's a liability, for example. But like, you know, there's all this information and it's just not out there. It's not getting taught in schools. It's not being discussed within family units. It's not like out there. Like people just don't know. So like here, read these books that are super simplistic and easy to read and then go and do your own further learning. <laughs> you know, just be aware of what's going on around the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, I'll always, always recommend Rich Dad Poor Dad because like, since since reading that like i've i've delved into so much i've learned so much i've looked at so many different um ways you mentioned like real estate like we've done a, a robert kiyosaki course and um, for six months and they went into all the different asset classes and classes and all the different ways um that you can make money and like different um different uh areas that you can look into and what are you interested in what are you not interested in and it's so vast and there's always going to be something that suits everyone so whether that's real estate or that's creating a business or it's paper assets or it's like crypto or it's um storing commodities um you know whatever that is for you there's going to be something that you're going to be interested in so it's like learning being aware of what the options are and then finding out what you're interested in and then just becoming an expert at that you don't have to worry about any of the other stuff just become a really good expert at the area that you're interested in um and yeah so it's enjoyable because you enjoy it like you enjoy learning more you enjoy getting the results you enjoy you know um getting into it more like meeting more people that are interested in what you're what you're interested in and you're building your like financial education and also like your finances your financial statement at the same time so it's amazing like it is, it is, and it's, I'll tell you what, books like Robert Kawasaki's um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, books like, obviously, the classic, I'm sure you've read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. when it comes down to, like, gifts and, and giving people gifts, it's one of my favourite books to send people, um, just, and, and I don't know why it's one of my favourite books, because some people, you know, you buy my book, they never read it, but then now and again, you'll get one person, and they'll hit you up, like, maybe three, six months later, and they'll be like, Jake, that book you bought me, how how have I never um, how have I never heard any of this stuff before? How is it not out there? Like, well, it is out there. I mean, um, Think and Grow Rich was bought, written in the early 1900s. You know, and mm-hmm. people you know predicate a lot of success to the to the kind of the content of that book. Um, mm-hmm. I find it really interesting. It was written such a long time ago, but it's still really relevant and. It's, but not in, it's, it's very different to the way in which Rich Dad Poor Dad is, is written. It's in very now time, digestible chunks. You can kind of read a, a read a chapter, get loads from it, and then actually probably act on it very quickly. Um, and it's, it's, it's digestible. Whereas uh, Think and Grow Rich is not quite uh, written along the way the same line yeah but you know think and grow rich it's like it's such a good book because it's written off the back of all these conversations that were had with all these successful people so like the whole like and what i love about it is like um napoleon hill conducted so many different interviews but like he doesn't really even name who he was speaking to or like what the actual conversation was you know so it's very much so like he quantitatively spoke to all these people then he took the concepts and then he wrote like a chapter on a specific concept off the back of all the conversations that he had with all the people that spoke on the same concept so it was really interesting the way he did that and um it's one of those books that the more you read it it's just like it sinks in more and more and more and more and more and it's just it's it's incredible like it's such a good book like i i love it yeah it's it's certainly a book you have to read more than once i find Mm -hmm. because a lot of those books i would say the same for rich rich dad poor dad because there's just so much in there you can't take it in in one sitting or even in in like a a few month period if i find you have to read it again and i love audio books i do i can just like i can smash through a, a two three four hundred page audio book which kind of translates to maybe six seven hours and i can just i'm someone who multitasks so i can do I, I, I used to pull back away from it i used to be like why am i trying to do so many things all at the same time but i've recently embraced it and realized that's just who i am like mm-hmm. i hard to focus on one thing at the same time instead of pushing back and I embrace it so like now I'll be in the gym I'll be on the bike I'm playing chess on the on the bar and I've got a, a podcast uh, or, or in my ears and I'm like I'm all about it I can do all of these things um, yeah just like embracing that and enjoying it but yeah I think for anyone out there you know who because 
some of us struggle to sit down and find that focus to read books. I think audio books are a great way to do it, particularly when I love it when the author is narrating the book. I find that really cool because it comes exactly from their perspective, yeah. <laughs> from their soul as they read it, as they wrote it, they they read it. Of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk does it really well with his books. Um, Mel Robbins as well. She's great. Yeah. Who's sorry? Mel Robbins. Mel yeah. yeah, she narrates her own books and she has um she's really good. I think you'd really like Mel Robbins. She's um she's she used to be a lawyer and um, she's very straight to the point, but um she's very down to earth as well. But she has her whole thing is the five second rule. So just like taking action. So it's all about taking action, five, four, three, two, one, just go and do it. She she became famous off a of TED Talk, um, but she has like incredible books. But get the five second rule on your audiobook and listen to it. She narrates it herself and it's just it's so good. Yeah. Cool. Second rule. I'm gonna let me yeah. sorry, I'm gonna have to make a little yeah. five second rule. We are getting and you know, I'm almost a bit sad to say that we're getting to the end of the podcast. I know, I'm, I'm just like, oh my god, we haven't even talked about money or anything. I'm like, ah, it's like well, just no, we have, yeah. <laughs> we can and look, you know, we could the beauty of it is we can always do a second episode at some point. I was actually thinking it'd be almost awesome to have like a powerhouse because you can have three people on here at the same time, have you and Carl on at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that'd be darling. Yeah. <laughs> would be fine for the mic uh, a couple of questions that um i didn't really give you before but i'd like to hit you up with now and a question i always ask everyone who comes on the podcast in keeping with the title of the podcast is you know how do you define the word hustle and what has driven your hunger for it through the years i kind of like to define hustle as going out there no matter what you're up against no matter what your circumstances and environment is just going out there and getting it working mm -hmm. hard until you see it done but i'd love to know you know as someone who has a lot of things going on and certainly has a lot of hustle within them how you define it and what drives your hunger for it this has changed a lot for me recently so hustle before to me would have been like you know regardless of what's going on just getting up and doing it anyway and just like you know having that dedication and that power and that push towards it so that would have been where i was coming from you know up until recently um but now i would describe hustle as getting into a state of like inspired action so it's not about like you know you have to force yourself or you have to motivate yourself to go do something like you don't want to do it but you're going to do it anyway that's the way i would have seen hustle before now it's a case of like you want to do it because you just you want to do it and you're so inspired to take this action that it doesn't matter what else is going on because like you know you are just like in the zone to go do that um and you know people are like okay but like how do you get into a state of inspired action when you just you don't feel like doing it or like it's not in a good space it's all about creating the momentum at the beginning so like you know for example in the morning time what are you doing to create positive momentum and to create that inspired momentum so that as the day goes on it's just like a a, 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 a snowball just going down a hill it's just gathering more and more uh, momentum or what are you doing in the morning that's creating that negative momentum that like you know as the day goes on you're less likely going to want to do anything so it's all about creating that positive momentum at the beginning of the day so that you are ready to go and just take lots of inspired action and you, you know yourself that like when you're in a good mood and you're in a state of inspiration things just happen so fast and you enjoy it and like you're so focused and you're in there when you're doing something for the sake of doing it like you just you know you don't want to be there your energy is not in it the results are not going to be as good it's probably going to take far longer <laughs> for you to do something than if you actually wanted to do it you know um and it's not going to inspire anyone around you either and the energy that's going into it just isn't that great so it's for me hustle is creating that positive inspired momentum at the beginning of the day and then going out and doing stuff because you genuinely want to do it and then you're just a force to be reckoned with <laughs> force to be reckoned with that's how mm -hmm. i like <laughs> and um what do you reckon is the best way to start your morning to get that momentum going in the right direction i think this changes for everyone for me i love journaling and um, because it's a really just great way for me to just brain dump and um, it's also a great way for me to get clarity to connect in with myself to get like maybe I'm going to have some inspired ideas while I'm journaling you know oh maybe I should text that person or I should check up on this or I should follow up on that or whatever it is and then doing that in the moment as well um because then you're already starting off that positive like you know you're you're getting ideas and you're taking action on them um so you're starting that momentum and um, for me I always listen to Abraham Hicks I don't know if you've ever heard of Abraham um <laughs> but I've listened I listen to Abraham it's a 
bit out there, um, but it's amazing. And it gets me in a positive momentum state every single morning. So I listen to Abraham um, and then, you know, talking to Carl always you know, creates positive momentum for me. Um, and then, I'm, not, I'm not just saying that because he's your husband and oh, I have to be biased because it's a podcast. He's a great bloke. I, always <laughs> get, and I love his accent as well. His accent, I'm just like, just sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I love this accent too. Um, so speaking to him, but like if the weather is good, like you're in Australia, depending on where in the world you are, like it shouldn't really depend on the weather, but I just don't like going out when it's cold and it's wet and it's like that a lot in Ireland. But like when it's sunny and it's bright like it is today, getting out even for five minutes, doing a lap of whatever is around you and just getting a bit of fresh air, drinking some water, um, you know, having some good food, setting your to-do list for the day, like what am I gonna plan to do today? And doing all of that before you've scrolled Instagram or scrolled Facebook and you've checked your messages before. <laughs> before you do all of that. Taking the morning for yourself to do whatever it is that works for you before allowing other people's agendas and energies into your into your space. So you're really protecting your space so that like you've already created that positive moment. It's like, it's like for example, like imagine the snowball going down the hill. Okay, or the skier. Let's just say there's a skier going down a hill and they're on their skis and stuff like that. And someone says halfway down the hill, hey, stop. Like they're not going to be able to stop because they're already like have that momentum. If you told them to stop when they're at the top of the hill, they'll probably be able to stop themselves. But halfway down, they're not going to be able to. They're already half halfway, like they're, they're knee deep in, in the momentum of what's going on. So if you take that analogy and then you look at like positively and negatively, if you're on a positive momentum and you're halfway down, it doesn't matter how much negativity is going on around you, what other people say to you, their agendas and messages, you're already on a positive roll. But if you're like already on a negative role, it doesn't matter how much positivity goes on around you. Like you're already on that negative streak. You know, it takes a loss to be able to slow that momentum and to change into the other direction. So it's getting off on the right start. So doing all the things that's important to you before anyone else has had a chance to put their agendas on you. Absolute gold. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, journaling has been up for years, and this year I made a commitment to do it every single day, and I have done thus far. Some days I forget to do it, I have to write that you know I'm writing for yesterday. But as long as I don't miss a like getting a day actually written through, it's fine. And uh, yeah, the power of journaling is just incredible, and just getting started on the day for yourself before the day gets started on you it doesn't take too long either once you've got it nailed down you know you can get this kind of stuff done you know maybe listening to some positive messages a bit of meditation a bit of breath work if that's what you're mm -hmm. into a bit of journaling um, and then just kind of if you haven't already written your day out the, the night before which i like to do at least some tasks that i want to get completed maybe write your day out in your diary you can get that done in like 15 20 minutes maybe half an hour and what's mm -hmm. it's 15 20 minutes half an hour if you haven't got that for you at the start of the day in a whole 24, 23 and a half other hours, mm -hmm. something's not quite right, I don't think. <laughs> and just on that, um, for anyone who's interested and they don't know where to start, Mel Robbins, that I mentioned a few minutes ago, the five second rule, watch her YouTube, listen or read her book. But also she's got a journal. It's called, it's either the five second journal or the five minute journal. But basically she has created a template that um, goes through all of this, like, you know, what to like really focus on. And she has, um, when you can even get the template for free on her website, you don't have to buy, buy the journal, right? So you can get the template for free on her website and then you can go to YouTube and she has like videos on how to use the journal and the science and everything behind it and how to start your day right is just incredible. And it really ties into everything we just spoke about. So, so I would recommend, the hashtag would yeah. recommend. I don't know why I keep saying that, but it works. <laughs> was the name of that journal and um, the five it's either the five second journal or the five minute journal but if you just even put in mel robbins journal it will pop up pop but you can get it on youtube and you can or oh, sorry you can get it on amazon and um, but you can also get it for free you can get the template for free on our website so i'm going to pop that in the comments and i'll probably pop that in the show notes as well we're going to have to wrap up. We've gone three minutes over, and that's a shame. It means that it awesome. will lose three minutes on Instagram, but that is the only place you lose it. Everywhere else will get the full duration of what we've talked about. Brona, I'm going to drop um, your links in the comments here, and they are also in the show notes. For anyone that wants to connect with Brona, and even more so the Epic Hearts Club and wants to become a part of that, we have a special discount, actually, which thanks for organising that, Brona. I'm going to drop that in the comments as well. 
for any of you guys that want to join the Epic Hearts Club, which is quite frankly epic, um, 25% discount that you can get by using the coupon code HUNGER for the HUSTLE, all capitals, and that is in the comments. So thanks so much for that. And I've dropped the links where people can connect with you, Brona, in the comments. But just for the guys that are listening back on the audio version of the podcast, do you just want to say where the best place to connect with you is? Yeah, just, um, you know, probably my name is um, Brona, so it's, it's a bit hard for people to spell B-R-O-N-A-G-H uh, line. So even if you want to find me on Facebook, Instagram, um, they're the kind of two platforms I'm on the most. Or if you want to join our groups, if you're interested in personal development, we have a free group called Empaths, Connect, Protect, Inspire. That's on Facebook. Or if you're interested in money mindset, we have a Cashflow Ireland club facebook group as well which is free and it's all about connecting um and money mindset and financial education so any of those i'm on i'm on them all <laughs> yeah. i mean you've got quite a unique name so people would only just need to pop it in google and yeah now my phone's asking me what i want to take so i said the word google jesus <laughs> um, but yeah i mean brona's name's right below um, yes, my sound on the <laughs> Right below, I say, guys, you can't uh, miss how to spell it, but uh, B-R-O-N-A-G-H-L-Y-O-N-S. Bruna, what's on for the rest of the day? Sorry? What's on for the rest of the day? The rest of today, today is my Saturday. It's Saturday morning. You know, I've got the whole weekend ahead of me. So it's all about like, you know, just getting things done. I've already created that positive momentum, continuing on with that positive. Thank you for contributing to my positive momentum for the weekend. I really appreciate that, Jake. Um, you know, I'm actually writing a book myself. So I'm going to work about my book. I'm doing an online language course as well for the Irish language. I'm going to do a bit about a bit of that and speak to a few people, have a few calls. That's the plan. What about yourself? Like, What's your evening look like? I'm actually off to a party tonight. How lovely. Yeah, I've been to a party for a couple of weeks. I'm not drinking, uh, much like Carl. I'm um, uh, so sober as a judge at the minute. Is Carl still drinking? No, we uh, we both actually did the one year no beer and we finished that on the 15th of Feb, but we're just, we're still not drinking. So. Fair enough. Well, I'm not drinking and, and enjoying it. It's always fun to go out and watch other people drinking still. <laughs> Time, not the alcohol, but yeah, I'm going to the party, so I'm going to enjoy that, and then I won't go too late because I'm going for a hike tomorrow. And lovely, uh, a bit oh. Brian, lovely to connect with you. And you too. I'm mean, definitely do that three way call. Um, another oh, time with Carol, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe we'll go two hours because there'll be lots to talk about. <laughs> thank you so much for listening whatever platform you have been listening on to us wherever you are in the world i really appreciate everyone who listens to the show it helps you grow if you have enjoyed the show please show your support <laughs> if i can get my words out by subscribing giving the show a review or sharing it with your family friends and peers thank you so much really appreciate you all stay hungry stay happy stay healthy and keep on hustling Ha, <laughs>